Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet again another episode of Coffee with Creators. How are you, Michael? I'm good, Chelsea. If, uh, I was feeling a little under the weather this morning when I woke up, but um, I'm feeling much better. I That's took, good. yeah, I took some of those, those, uh, what do you call those? The airborne? Have you, airborne, you, yes. Yeah. I love those. I don't even know if they work, but they make me I feel better. So I guess they work. Right. I don't know if it's like the placebo effect, like when you take something and you feel like it has helped you, but yeah. I, so since we moved here, like I've had really bad allergies. And so anytime I get like a sniffle, I'm like, oh no, it's Rona. Like I better take some vitamin C and some airborne. So I load up on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel better. I've not gotten like any yeah. sicker. So I don't know if it's actually helping or if it's just like allergies and I feel better the next day. But yeah, that's the thing too. I'm not even sure if it's allergies. I have so many pills that I, I take in the morning. I sound so old, but I do. <laughs> you are old. <laughs> for my allergies, for my blood pressure. I, I know it sucks, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. That's so good. I'm starting. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of getting better. I mean, I got rid of my my weekly gout visits. I don't know if I told you about that. You did. Yeah. So I have have had it. I haven't had a flare up in maybe a month. Oh, that's good. Amazing for me, to be honest. Yeah. That is good. Yeah, it's good. Um, and I've been saving up, trying, trying my very, very best to, to keep this this, uh, cold away, but it doesn't help when you have children. Oh yeah, I know. It's like. They're little Petri dishes. They harbor all of the bacteria and yeah. it grows in their bodies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's like me rolling around the... Uh, uh, never mind. I was going to say something really, really gross. But here's okay. the story, though. I think you'll like this. So Thanks the other for day... saving us from that story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes Michael doesn't know when to stop. Today <laughs> I did, so That's lucky good. you. Uh, <laughs> the other day I went to go pick up my kids and... My nephew was there. He's three years old. He's mm-hmm. three years old. And as soon as I step in the house, wash my hands and I see him. And when I see him, he's like laying on the couch, like his, he's laying uh, on his stomach, stomach on, on the couch. And he had his hands down his pants, like on his, his butt. But it's <laughs> Such like a boy thing. My son yeah. does it too. Yeah. And it's like on his naked butt, not, yeah. not on his like underwear or anything on his yeah. butt. And he sees me and he, he gets so excited and he gets up. Runs towards me and grabs my hands. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, gotta go wash my hands again. So I went, went, you know, went over to go wash my hands and then um, sat down. I see my son. My son starts like running towards me, and he's he has this. I don't even know what it is to be honest with you. It, it looked <laughs> like it was hmm, very mushy at this point, but I assumed oh, yeah. that it was at tw- at some point very solid. Uh huh. And he starts jamming it on my face. And he's oh like trying to God. feed me this whatever this thing is. Good. He managed to get a little bit in there. So I'm like, oh, well. So you know what? If I'm going to get sick, I'm going to get sick. So it's, oh, yeah. It's just yeah. one of those things. Yeah. So did you ever find out what the mushy no. thing was that he fed you? No, you don't know. I'm okay. afraid to find out what it was. That's, yeah, I read something similar because my kids were always into that too. Like when they ate, they would want you to eat. Mm-hmm. And so they would put like a goldfish or something in their mouth and then take it out, realizing they hadn't given you a bite. And yeah. you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And they're like jamming it in your mouth. Yeah, they're forcing it. It's cute, yeah. though. I love mm, it. It's really cute. Yeah. 
It's just that I'm dying the next day. So today yeah. I was feeling a little bit, you know, under, but now I'm actually feeling feeling good. So that's good. And also, it seems like a lot of people are just in a more festive um, mood. Yeah, lately. it's close to the holidays. Yeah. Um, people are kind of starting to venture out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, if they are venturing out, they're still following CDC guidelines. I know yeah. me and the kids, we're going to my mom's house for Thanksgiving. Um, and then we're heading to Michigan to see my mother-in-law the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So we're doing our first bit of traveling. But mm -hmm. I, James went to Target today, and I was like, buy as much like travel size hand sanitizer as you can find. He comes back, he's got like handfuls of it. I'm like, perfect, <laughs> this is great. That's awesome. Cause I, I have some like sanitizing spray and like some sanitizing wipes already. I'm like, I'm taking all of that. I'm just gonna wipe our seats down when we get on the plane. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be okay. We'll wear our masks and things, yeah. but. Yeah, who, was it you who flew recently? No, I haven't flown since last year. Oh, okay, I think it was, who was it that flew recently? Um, they said that the planes aren't, it's not even packed, obviously. Yeah. So it's like yeah. there's so much room. Yeah. And But, you know, obviously I, I understand the concern of, you know, being in a, a confined space yeah. for, for a couple of hours is a little uncomfortable yeah. in and itself, right? <laughs> like yeah. even without the virus. To, without to the virus. Yeah, it's, I hate flying. Especially flying with kids. I mean, I don't mind flying. I've done so much flying over mm -hmm. the years. I don't mind it. Um, mm -hmm. It's just with the kids, I'm always a little anxious only because for most of their life, we've only done really long flights with them. So this is going to be one of their few short flights that they've ever taken. Okay, so hof yeah. hopefully it'll be fine. I think it's only like an hour, an hour and a half from Nashville to Detroit. So I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, it's a pretty short flight. Um, yeah. I was so worried when I when we flew back to the Philippines, I think last year uh -huh. and I we flew with my daughter. No, my son wasn't born yet. So it was like two years ago. And it's a 16-hour flight. So you can imagine how uh, anxious I was yes. to get on the plane. I was more anxious about, my, you know, having my kid with me than, than my fear mm. of flight, flying, actually. But yeah. she did actually really well. She did well. And I didn't know this, but if, you were, if you're traveling with a child and um, your child is small enough, obviously you can't buy a seat for them. Yeah. So they have to sit on your lap. Yeah. Oh, and when they're sleeping, you can get like this little cradle yes. that they put in front of you. I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah. that's kind of cool. I wish they had one for big people. Right. Yeah. So when my kids were babies, I always, I mean, I was going from Hawaii to Nashville. And so I would always buy them a seat and put them in their, their car seats. So they would sleep in their car seat. And I know that I knew that they were safe, like buckled in. So I wasn't, I wasn't as worried. But it was always me flying by myself with the baby. So it was much easier for them to have their own seat in their car seat. And when I would go to the bathroom, like I would always find like the little old lady like next to me and be like, hey, can you just watch them? They're sleeping. Uh -huh. But I just need to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the people are nice, the, right? They're, yeah. They're, yeah. And I mean, they can't go anywhere with the baby, you right. know, yeah. a million I, feet in the air or whatever. <laughs> I love those, those um, stories or those... They're not memes, but like stories that I see of uh, strangers taking care of kids when, yes. you know, the parents are obviously like visibly tired and just like yeah. exhausted and just, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's yeah. just, it warms my heart because it's, it's as a parent, like, you know, that feeling, you know, how, yeah. how scary and how tiring it is to have kids and just, Absolutely. you sometimes wish that someone 
would lend a hand. And yeah. luckily, when you're a parent, I think that's an unspoken um, like rule almost. Rule, right? Yeah, that yeah. You, can, you can definitely lend a helping hand. Yeah. Um, unsuitable name asked on Instagram. <laughs> That's Did really you see his question? Qu- it's a really cute question, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's actually a legitimate question because my we were just talking about it. So he asks, or they ask, um, I have a question. When is it suitable to put up Christmas decor? Whenever your little heart desires. Yes, that's just what I would say up. to you. If yep. you want to put your tree up now, put it up. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I'm going to say this. Like, I come from a culture of, like, when you go, if you go to the Philippines, Chelsea, they I'm call ready. it, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> they call it the Burr months. So any the, the months that end okay. with the B E R, the oh, Burr okay. months, yeah. So October, November, or September, October, October, November. So uh-huh. as early as September, you'll see Christmas decorations everywhere. I love that. It gives mm-hmm. people more time to celebrate because you know Christmas is like that one of the happiest times yeah. of the year. You know, especially yeah. for children and mm-hmm. being able to celebrate it longer than just the month of December is always fun. Even though we don't put up. Christmas decorations until either the day after Thanksgiving or December 1st. Yeah. It's usually when we do it. That's what but. we usually do now. We do it the day after Thanksgiving yeah. just because there's yeah. so much work. Like you have to prepare yeah. for Thanksgiving and then yeah. Christmas. So we decided to do uh, Halloween, Thanksgiving, yeah, and then Christmas. But my yeah. daughter's been asking me. She's like, Daddy, where's our Christmas tree? Oh, so I'm like, it's, so it, yeah, it's in the, uh, it's in, it's in the shed. And yeah. then my wife comes home. She's like, don't get mad at me. I'm like, uh-oh. She's oh. like, I bought a Christmas tree. I'm like, <laughs> we have a Christmas tree. She's like, but that's old. Blah, blah, blah. That's like, so Christ. funny. That's so <laughs> like, funny. Right, we got, we have a new Christmas tree, I guess. Um, yeah, it's a, I love, I love the, the Christmas season. You know, I don't understand. Well, I guess I do understand. You know how people complain about, there's playing Christmas songs everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, it's. Just you just sounds it. like a yeah. You just you just sounds like a you just sound like a big Scrooge. Scrooge McDuck over <laughs> I there. I love Christmas songs. I yeah, do too. I'm James does Christmas too. Songs. Yeah. And when we lived in Hawaii, you know, it's kind of hard to get into the festive, you know, the holiday spirit only because it's like 80, 90 degrees, and mm-hmm. you know, you're just not feeling like. You know, you know, usually when you, when it's Christmas time, it's chilly. So you're like cuddling up and you're drinking hot chocolate. So what we would do is we would turn our AC down really cold. <laughs> and we would play Melekalikimaka, which oh, is I love that. Yeah. The, Hall- or the Hawaii Christmas song. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that would always get us in the mood. But yeah, it's, but- I mean, it's pretty warm here too, still in Augusta. It's not like freezing or anything, but. You can see I'm wearing a sweater too. this morning. I know. I did it's, have a sweater on. I had to ditch it because I was getting hot when I was panicking and couldn't get things to work. But <laughs> we're yeah. actually hitting the 40s now, like right here. Which it's is, colder there than it is here. It's yeah, like it's surprisingly here. Yeah, it's cold for Southern California for sure. Because it's like, yeah, uh, the other day it was 60 something. And then this morning I woke up, it was like 48. That's I'm like, crazy. holy crap, that's cold. I mean, it's cold yeah. for me. That um, is cold. And that's cold for me. What this island girl doesn't fare well in cold weather. <laughs> in so. cold weather. Yeah. I love Chicago. I love, 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 love Chicago, but I cannot yeah. live there. Cannot it's live there. It's way cold. I've not been to the city of Chicago. I've been to Illinois, but I was only there in the summer. Mm-hmm. I've been to Iowa, and that was also in the summer. So My uh, yeah. my friend asked me, because she, she visited Chicago a while back, and she was going to go to New York. Mm-hmm. And she said, what's New York like? And I'm like, hmm. 
you like Chicago, right? And she goes, she goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. So Chicago, like downtown Chicago, but dirtier. <laughs> dirtier. And she's like, really? <laughs> I'm funny. like, unfortunately, that's that's my, what my experience is. And yeah. she's like, really? But I love the city. I loved New York. I loved it when when we went to go visit. We went. Mm-hmm. We were walking around everywhere, but it definitely felt like a dirtier Chicago. And then I saw her so two funny. weeks ago. Yeah, she's. I'm like, so how was she, uh, how was New York? She's like, it was good. I'm like, so what'd you think? And she's like, it's a dirty Chicago. I'm like, oh my god, I yeah, wasn't wrong. That's but I funny. love those two cities. Like uh, I used to imagine yeah. living in New York. And remember our last um, podcast with not our last podcast, but the, the one we did with Matt Milks. Yes. Oh my God. He had the best New York story he like did. ever. He that did. That was the coolest story I've probably heard in a long time. Yeah. Give him a, oh. a little a, a little overview of what the story was, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So he went to New York with um, some buddies. I guess he was in his mid-20s and they mm-hmm. were, I don't know where, where did they say they were? Downtown Manhattan or somewhere like in the main part of New York. And, yeah. um, he said that they started to notice like a crowd of people and like cameras and lots of things were going on. So they walked over and they noticed that it was Gordon Ramsay and they were filming. What show was it that Gordon was on? Um, restaurant help, makeovers. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Re- restaurant makeovers or something where he helps. Um, yeah. Like these entrepreneurs basically launched the restaurants. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they went over and they ended up getting to go inside the restaurant and be on camera. And he got to meet Gordon. They were talking to him. Of course, Matt is from the UK and so is uh, Gordon. So he's like, hey, man, we're here from the UK and, you know, we love you, blah, blah, blah. And he said the cameras kept like going back to them because they were from the UK. I guess the camera crew thought these guys will be interesting. Yeah. And Matt said every time the camera was on them, they just kept giggling and couldn't (laughs) like really enunciate or say anything good enough to be on the show. So he said all of the filming that they did all you saw was Matt like eating or maybe the back of his head or something yeah. for like a couple of seconds, <laughs> yeah. which is so funny. If you guys haven't listened to that episode where um, we, we chat with Matt, he's um, uh, I Am Milks, I am, yeah. right? I Am Milks mm-hmm. on Instagram. We talk about gaming, family life, and um, just the stuff that we go through on a day-to-day basis as content creators because it's a weird, weird experience. It's a weird world because it's not like... You, you know what I mean? Like his story about walking into the grocery store. Like we so don't true. feel like, you know, it, it, we definitely don't feel like we're celebrities. Let's put it no. that way, right? We do Absolutely not think not. that we are celebrities at all. We are just regular no. people who just happen to be on this platform. And Nobody knows know. who I am. You yeah. guys trust me. <laughs> yeah. So imagine Matt's situation when he went to the grocery store and someone asked about his jacket, right? Or something like that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. well, what do you do? <laughs> he, he said that he's a... He's a, a model, model. <laughs> yeah. for something I, UK. It was like some clothing brand that yeah. he was promoting for them. And he just happened to wear it out. And some guy liked it. And he said, he told his wife, you will never believe what I just did. And she goes, well, it could have been worse. You could have pulled out your, your QR code for, Hey, use whatever dilks and get a, a discount <laughs> or but swipe up or swipe, something like that. <laughs> swipe up in the link. <laughs> but, uh, we, um, we're, I'm still waiting for a word from him to see when we can go on his podcast. So he yeah, was did so... did you reach out? I did, I did, but yeah, I think yeah. he's just really busy. I saw he just got the PS5 and the Xbox. Or I wait, know. or it's at one or the other, I think. So he I got imagine... The, he got the Xbox. I saw that um, Spawn Point. He got oh, the right. Xbox and the, PS5. the PS5. Yeah. yeah, so I imagine we won't be seeing Matt for a long time. 
He's going to be <laughs> deep in playing video games, which yeah. is cool. But he started his own podcast, and uh, we're ex- we're excited to to see if we can get on it because yeah. it was the same night that after we recorded his episode or our episode with him that he was so I don't know he was just full of energy and he, and yeah. it was like two o'clock in the morning his time and he's like yeah, I'm gonna crazy. start a podcast <laughs> he started it was, a pod- <laughs> it was nine o'clock here and I was like I'm dying I'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> I love that though right like when when inspiration struck him. Yeah, he just, he just went did for it. it. Yeah, he just did, he did it. it. And you start it. And who knows, right? Like a lot of people get so stuck with the idea or the thought of what if it doesn't work out? What if no one likes it? And yeah, that's okay. That's oh, yeah. totally okay. Right? That's what we thought this. I mean, we never thought that we would have the audience that we do for this podcast. I mean, yeah. we thought it would be a dumpster fire. Yeah. It was, it I was mean, kind of like, yeah, we'll start a podcast. We'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> Did you see how many views we've gotten lately? I've not looked at it. it. No, I've not, um, I've not looked at it in a while. The last time I looked, we had 11,000 plays. 11,000. Yeah. I know that oh doesn't, God. you know, for other, for the other podcasters out there. That's big that for prob- us, though. That probably, yeah, that probably feels like, mm, that's not much. But that's for us, it's, it's a huge. I mean, it's a huge number, 11,000 right? plays. I'm not saying 11,000 people are listening, yeah. but the fact that 11, my Overall. annoying voice has been heard 11,000 times. I see that. I can't. That's I wild. Can't, I can't process that. So, I mean, thank you. Thank you for, for those who are listening. Who are, Absolutely. Thank who you are, so much. Yeah, for sharing it. We definitely do appreciate that. And we want to create more content for you guys. So we're trying to find other ways to make this more accessible and just more yes. even maybe, maybe even enjoyable. Um, and also, you know, obviously give some value. So mm-hmm. we are encouraging everyone to send in any questions or I don't know, stories or scenarios that you guys want to talk about. Again, treat this as like a round table of just sharing ideas and stories and just catching up yes. at a coffee shop. Though it doesn't have to be a coffee shop, but you get the idea. Any kind of shop you want it to be. Any kind of shop, yeah. You don't uh, like coffee? It can be uh, a bookstore. <laughs> it can be a bookstore. It will be the noisiest group in the bookstore. I could see the right? librarian. Do, we, can't do, do they? Have, no, they don't have librarians in bookstores. No, I mean, <laughs> just sh- um, bookshop owners. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, get out of here. It's been so long since I went to like a legit bookstore that wasn't Barnes and Noble. You know, do you, are your kids still going? Do you, do your kids? Do you think your kids will know what a library is? Yeah, I mean, they have libraries still in school. But I mean, do they Luke use could, them? They do. But, they, you know, it's not called a library. It's called a learning commons. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, it's still a library. I mean, they check out books. And okay. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't see. I mean, unless it went away, like, next year. I mean, just think about it. Like, who goes to a library now? If you can Google something. That's true. And right. you can get you can get all the books on your phone. We used to take the kids to the library in Hawaii because it was right down the street from our house. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of like really cool things for kids. Like each week they have like these little play groups and stuff. And we used to take them there quite often. Um, but yeah, we've not even I love looked libraries. for a library here. I know. I do too. I love the smell when you walk in. Yeah. Just all the books. When I met my wife, we all, we used to always go to the library just because she was still going to school. And she would always, I don't know. She's always just like, come with me. I'm going to go study. I'm like, 
this sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> so I sit in the library for hours with her, just very much just being there while she studies. And, you know, You're back so then, nice. I didn't, well, I, you know, there's really nothing else to do. Yeah. I didn't have a console back then, so I didn't really have any games to play with. Um, I didn't have a phone. I didn't have, yeah. I really didn't have anything. So I just spent my time reading. That's cool. And it was kind of enjoyable, right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I loved reading ever since I was a kid anyway. So yeah. I just took that opportunity and to just sit there and read other than, I mean, other than that, I mean, if I probably was at home, I'd just be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's sleep. good though. Oh, sleep, right? Can you, can you imagine how much we, time we had before kids? We t I was just about to say, we took so much advantage of sleeping. I know James and I did. We used to sleep in, and then I would get upset if he slept in longer than me because then I was just up, like, wandering around. And now he's like, you took my sleep from me. Now I can't sleep. <laughs> I'm like, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I had a coworker back then, and he had, like, four kids. This was, like, maybe seven, eight years ago. And... He was like, uh, so Michael, what are you doing on the, uh, this weekend? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think I, I'm pretty busy this weekend. I'm going to do so many things. And he's like, like what? And I'm like, well, so I was in like the early, like early thirties. Right. I'm yeah. Like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and he was kind of like laughing. Yeah. And he's like, you don't have kids, huh? I said, no. He's like, God, to have so much time. And I'm like, so what, much what, time. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, my days are always filled with bringing my kids to school, the the soccer practice, the movies, the all that stuff. And he's like, if I can squeeze in, like he goes to the gym during work hours, like during his lunch break. Uh -huh. So and he's wearing like work clothes and he'll just go Working straight, <laughs> go straight to the gym for 15 minutes. so he can work that's out a little bit. So and come funny. Back. He's like, that's, so funny. that's how much time I have left. I'm like, yeah. ooh. Okay, I guess I'm not busy then. <laughs> I'm not. I'm actually not doing anything now that now that I think about yeah. it. I'm having a relaxing weekend. Yeah. Um, I know. Is, uh, unsuitable name said. Okay, here's a hand one. Uh, here's a hard one to talk about. I work in a corporate environment. How do I help the leaders in the company to think more about design and composition when they create powerpoints? We I are stumped. No, I have no advice for that. I've never worked in a, a corporation where they were creating things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I yeah, I, yeah, you might have more advice then. Yeah, I, I work, worked with a lot of type A brokers. Mm -hmm. So my question for, for you is, is there a need to talk about it? Because the funny thing about people is that they, it depends on what they do and what their personality personalities are. And basically, it depends on how they process that information. So if you work in a company that is like that, filled with people who are mostly just, I just want to see the data, and if it works for them, mm -hmm. then that's fine. I would just leave it at that. Um, design is really just a way for you to communicate something easier, right? So... Design is something that is pleasing to look at. And because it's pleasing to look at, look at it's easier to digest, easier to yeah. rem remember, and easier to understand. But if yeah. you work with people who like graphs and numbers and just boring PowerPoints and it works for them, 
there's really no need. Um, yeah. I've, uh, I've fought the same battle, trust me. But yeah. I think at that point in my career, it was just the designer in me who was getting so irritated at how terrible these presentations were. So yeah. in essence, it was just like me playing a scenario in my head where I'm like, if I were doing this pre presentation, I would be doing this instead of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's, uh, that's what I would say. But if you hear people um, complaining that it's hard to understand, that it's, yeah. it's, it's difficult, it's whatever, if, it's, if communication is somehow like if the messaging is lost, then maybe you can, revisit, you can visit the idea of uh, or you can entertain the idea of changing the design or focusing more on the design and composition. But if not, if no one's really complaining, if the message is clear, if people are, are fine with it, um, yeah, don't waste too much time on it because it's going to be um, a nightmare for you. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think a lot of people in maybe businesses like that have the don't fix it if it's not broken mentality. So like if yeah. Michael's like Michael said, like if the the story is being conveyed, I don't think there's any need to change it. Maybe. I yeah. I don't think so. I mean, I, I know that frustra frustration. We, I think everyone who is a creative who worked in with a creative team knows what that feels mm -hmm. like, especially if, mm -hmm. if you have a, an art director or not even an art director, but just like a boss who wants something very, very specific. Like it doesn't even, it's, it's to a point where your skill, your design, your passion for design doesn't really matter. Like what only matters is what they say at the end, which sucks. Yeah. So, but you know, again, if you're happy with that type of job, then you're fine. I'm, I definitely wasn't happy with that yeah. type of job. So I, that's why I left and then I got laid off. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. You're crushing it now. Road said you have the best work from home oh, setup. I saw I mean, that. Yeah. I was just like, way what? to go. That's yeah, thank insane. You. I yeah, just wish I would get paid. <laughs> yeah. I know. I get that. I yeah. get that. Um, I love road though. So I know I do too. So, um, our next question is what would be your lighting setups and you shoot desktop setup photos? This is a question I can answer. Yeah. Um, so for my key light, uh, my main light is the aperture 120 D mark two, with the aperture light dome. And then as if I, if I feel like I need a fill light, if things are too dark on the left side, I will either incorporate uh, some natural lighting from my window, or I will use like a little aperture light or my new favorite light though, for, um, for fill is the luminate and it's like a pole light and it's awesome. Like you just stand it up at, you know, it's slightly out of frame and it, illuminates the light onto your your product i i'm loving that uh you guys should go check that out it's called luminate mm. and that that's all i use just those two lights yeah um i don't use a lot of light i, I use my window i've said that before i think that it really depends on what mood you're trying to convey yeah right so mm -hmm. if i like the dramatic um warm vibe yeah. so i wait till the sun sets <laughs> Then that's I start so taking funny. photos like, Michael, what are that's you doing good. there? I'm yeah. waiting. Leave me alone. That's good. <laughs> yeah. No, I used to do that too, because, you know, when I first started, I didn't have any big lights or artificial lighting that was good. So I would use the window or I had this lamp that was a white. It wasn't like a really warm color. So that worked for me. Mm -hmm. um, 
But my room is so dark in here. Even though I do have that large window, I still have the dark desk and I have the dark walls. So I have to add in some artificial lighting because if not, it's going to be too dark. And then I'll have to crank up the ISO. And then we've got to talk about the graininess. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you really have to find what works for you. Those things work for me and the window works for Michael. So, yeah. And um, again, you you just keep shooting. You'll you'll find out the style that you're looking for. It, again, it also depends on the color of your desk. Um, yeah. White desks tend to um, bounce the light mm -hmm. so much that it's sometimes unflattering. That's so. why I changed because um, you know I have this white desk mm -hmm. that was my only desk for a long time, and it was so contrasty. You know, you could try like, to if you have a bunch of like um, regular lamps at home, mm -hmm. just point it. Like make a make a scene, right? Point yeah, it towards that's the what wall, I used to do. Point it towards the ceiling and try that. And as, if you have yeah. a tripod, it almost doesn't. That, that's the thing that I would recommend the most. More than lighting, is a tripod because you can just, mm. you know, just lower the shutter speed. Like shutter speed, yeah, yeah. really, really low, yeah. and just take take photos of the desk because you know the desk doesn't move, so yeah, should be easy or easier. For sure. Yeah, so definitely do that. Um, Speaking of for working with type A clients, uh, I got an email. I, did I tell you the story earlier today? I am getting some emails from past clients and they're like, oh, you know, nice to long time. No talk, Michael, how are you doing? And I know these people. I've, I mean, I've worked with them before and uh -huh. they're like, good news. We have some work for you and gave me like this whole long like paragraph after paragraph of information that's not even in the correct order. So okay. I have to dissect that. And then yeah. some Word documents and PDFs that I still have to dissect. Basically, they want a brochure. And I'm like, okay, yeah. let me figure this one out. And they don't have pictures. Oh, you know, lucky oh. me. They don't have pictures. So they're like... Congratulations, Michael. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, You're welcome. <laughs> they're like... And um, as far as deadline goes, um, can we see something by tomorrow? I'm like, oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait a hold minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You just gave me a 10-page dissertation of exactly what you want... And you want me to deliver it in less than 24 hours. <laughs> Pretty much. No. But that's the nature. Yeah, I know. So I now in my head, I'm like trying to write the email, the response. And it's it's a tricky situation because like they don't mean to be mean or they don't mean oh, to be yeah. like that. Some type A people are just like that. They they know what they want and they know when they need it. So yeah, you have yeah, to be yeah. very careful with your wording. And I've, you know, working with, with these people, I've, I've learned how to navigate my way in a, in a, in a very respectful manner and just say, mm -hmm. um, basically I just tell them that, you know, my, my queue is, is, is pretty long. So it's not like I can just drop these other projects and start working on this. I would love to, but you know, physical constraints, obviously I don't have, there's only one me. So, um, but I have yet to write that email and this other experience <laughs> that I just wanted to share that's related to that is that I got approval from uh, well, I'm working with this one brand and they asked me to take some photos and I, it's really interesting, Chelsea, because I've never encountered this before. Mm -hmm. So basically they want me to promote a special, uh, specific pro uh, product, okay. but then they're like, okay, these are the terms. And if you agree, answer, answer yes. And sign this, the, the, like the contract. And I said, yes, sent me some more forms. And like, this is the brief, but they sent it before, but this is a more detailed brief. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay. So I started reading it and then they're like, um, if you agree and if you think that you can create this content and mind you, I've already said yes, right? We've already agreed on the price and all that stuff. 
They're like, um, if you agree, please send this back uh, signed and also send us a creative concept by the end of the day. I'm like, wait, what? So it's like, oh, so they, they want what you have in mind. Yeah. Basically. So I had to take some mock-up photos. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, mm. that, that doesn't even make sense. Like it's so when weird. I, when I'm ready to take a photo, like the photos that I take are the ones that I'm using. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't, you, you set up your set. Essentially, you get the lighting where you want it, your shutter speed and you ISO and all of that. And then it's, it's time to go. Yeah. So they want, I've never heard of like a, wanting well, a concept for a product photo I, shoot. I get it. Like I get like, maybe if, maybe I could have just drawn it out, like, like drew it and then just, or did they it want out. it like a written one? Is that what they want? Well, what I did was just to make sure, cause I didn't want to go back and forth. Cause I know they wanted to get this approved first. This is the problem. So I'm working with a, an agency that is representing a brand. And gotcha. it, that's that's ninety percent of the job, right? Or nine, I'd yeah. say, if not one hundred percent, like a really close to one hundred percent of the jobs that you're getting from brands is that they're working working through an agency, okay. and so it's this agency's the middle person. So they want to get paid, and this is what sucks, like for creatives and for content creators such as us. Um, this is the mo one of the more difficult ones that I've experienced, and I just wanted to share it. And this agency agency has a lot of terms and. I've agreed to the price. The price is fine. I feel like I could have asked for more, but they said that that was over the budget already. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? It's fine. Um, I can do that like fairly easily. And so they have a lot of requirements. And then they asked me to send a creative concept, which I did, but I didn't just judging from the, the previous emails, there was so much back and forth that I'm like, yeah. you know what? This creative concept, I'm going to make sure that I sell this right away. Yeah. I sell this, including the captions just so I don't have to waste any more time. And that's the problem, right? Yeah. Like I tried my best to do my best, even if it's just a, the concept, mm -hmm. because I didn't want to have to go back and be like, uh, you know, we don't like this and change this. And then, then it's wasting time. Then, then I'm saying I'm basically losing all these other opportunities that might be coming my way. Right. Yeah. So if I'm working on, I'm actually working on another project that I, I should be working on by now, but I can't. Cause I had to finish that one thing, but, um, yeah, I, I had to send them the, um, some mock-up photos, which is kind of funny with, without their yeah. pro their, their product. So I had to use a different product and I had to put like a big watermark. Okay. You know, I did, okay. I, I put a watermark and said, this is, yeah. uh, you know, this is just a concept and okay, even it. the captions, I send it to them and it's kind of annoying because huh. regular jobs, like regular, this is one of the difficult things when you're working in the creative field. Uh -huh. People think that creative people or designers have can just snap their fingers and they have something like it's magic. We're not Photoshop. We're not Photoshop is a thing, but Photoshop is not a person. You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah. It, it doesn't happen just like that. So I was telling my wife last night, I said, it's annoying how, you know, some other jobs will be like, if you can, we we would like this product. We would like this and that, you know, can we get uh, how many how long do you think it's going to take? before you can send us a, um, a prototype, for example, or whatever. And it'll be like two weeks, three weeks, a month or something. Yeah, but we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, this one was like, can you get one, <laughs> get one to us by tomorrow? I'm like, Jesus, like, you, yeah. like that's not the, that's not the only job that I have. Although right. I am grateful. I just uh, wanted to share that little rant. And I guess it's one of those things that you can expect if you ever encounter working with a brand in the future. Um, yeah. It yeah. happens, I guess. It happens. And yeah. you know, when you're a freelancer, like 
people do expect a lot out of you. And then they, they expect you to charge like breadcrumbs. I know. So you have you have to look out for that too, unfortunately. Don't do that, guys. No. I've charge, been, um, charge your worth. Mm-hmm. I've been open with uh with this topic. I've been I've been telling Chelsea, like behind the scenes, about some of the projects that I'm working with. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I want I, it's almost like an experiment for me. Like mm-hmm. as a content creator, how much do you think you'll charge for for this, for a static post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I remember Chris Doe's uh, lesson in one of his episodes when he said that you should always charge when you feel like, w- when, when someone asks you for a project, for a quote, and you say, this is the price, like you didn't even skip a beat, and you're mm-hmm. very confident that they will pay that price, then it's time to double your price. He didn't even say increase your price. He said double your price. And that made me feel uncomfortable. Saying right? And then he said, when you feel uncomfortable by doubling that price, when mm-hmm. you're when you feel like that you're not that you're not sure if they'll say yes or no, mm-hmm. then that is the correct price. So it's good. It's more of like um it's more of like an experiment for me. And because yeah. it also gets me out of that mindset. Remember, Chelsea, when we talk about pricing ourselves, we always try to think about, okay, I spend this many hours and this is the equipment that I use and all that yeah. stuff. We try to quantify them yeah. and basically um, it makes sense of why we're charging. Right? Yeah. Well, it makes us feel better too. It makes us we feel have, better. Have a reason of, wh- of why we're charging. It. Yeah. 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 Don't do that. If you're listening to this and you're having trouble pricing, don't do that. You shouldn't price yourself just so, you know, you feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, because you're going to get stuck. You're going to put yourself in a situation where you're just not going to be happy. Um, Another um, good way of looking at it is by, you know, if you feel that when when you charge someone a certain price and you don't feel like they got... You, you got taken advantage of at the end of the day, then that's a good price. Yeah. Right. But you you should always feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're pricing them. Yeah. So I've, I've been doing that lately, Chelsea. And um, I have too. I have too. Cause I, I took your advice and what's your finding of, so far. Everyone has said no. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, yeah. we just, we just need to, Oh, by the way, there's, there's also this, like these other variables, right? Like mm-hmm. obviously if you're talking with, with a small company, the likelihood yeah. of them saying no is higher if you price them yeah. out. So um, yeah. it's always going to be, it's always going to vary, mm-hmm. but try that. And see, that's mostly who's been reaching out and wanting to know my prices I see. is it's like small startups. And so I wasn't even charging them like the highest that mm-hmm. I've asked from other larger companies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they all said no, that they, some ghosted me, some wrote back and said, you know, it's not in our budget. Could you maybe work with us? And I've, I usually do work with them. Yeah. Um, work with those people, by the way. If, yeah. if they come back and said that's not, you know, in our budget, don't work with yeah. people who ghost you. Never. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. yeah, no, 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 no. So just for example, like Orbit Key, they reached out and I gave them my price and they were like, unfortunately, you know, it's not in our budget. Um, at first I was kind of leery. It was like, I don't know, should I still do it? I, I talked to Michael about it and... I decided to go ahead and do it. Um, I asked for some like extra products and things, but 
they were super nice. I mean, they were more than happy to send me like the list of things that I gave them that mm -hmm. I wanted. And it was essentially like one of everything. <laughs> um, I love Oriki, so, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know you had worked with them, and mm -hmm. some of our other friends had worked with them, and I, I knew they were really nice. So yeah, yeah, I, they're very. I supportive. went ahead. Yeah, that's but. good because it's you align yourself with brands that you like. So. Yeah, and it's good. It was good to have them on a resume, so to speak. Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I was cool with it. Mm -hmm. um, That's cool. But, Out of yeah. the maybe four or five back and forths that I've had with, I mean, four or five different companies that I've been uh, corresponding with lately, two said yes. So yeah. it was kind of cool because they, yeah. they were all experimental with the pricing. I'm like, eh, mm -hmm. this is my price. Like if they could hear my tone, I'm like a yeah. little uncomfortable. But you uh, put you put the dot dot dots at the end like <laughs> I know. unassured. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. No, don't do that. You have don't to do sound that. confident. And, yes, you um, definitely want to. You want to sound confident in your pricing because if not, then they're not going to feel confident in your work. Yes, unfortunately. Exactly. Yeah. So they said yes. So I'm happy. Two of them said yes. Good. So That's and good. I feel like I could have gotten a little bit more honestly, but I held back a little bit. I pulled back a little bit, but I'm happy. And just having yeah. these two brands under my you know, under my belt, like as my, my resume gives me that, that extra push to know that, yeah. okay, they said yes to this. So that's now part of my bargaining chip, right? Like in the uh -huh. future, if someone works, want to works with me, I'll be like, oh yeah, I've worked with these people, th these other brands, and this is my pricing. And if they hear your price, they'll be like, okay, well, if they worked with you and for that price, then the likelihood of them saying yes is to me, I think is higher. And also, yeah. One thing that I've learned is that um, most of the clients don't really care about their price. And yeah. what I mean is that they care more about the results. The quality of the yeah. content, yeah. Yeah, that's what they care about. Like, the price is always going to be negotiable. So if someone walks into, like, if a company, I don't think the companies act this way. Like, for example, Chelsea, we've talked about this. You walk in a store. This is actually a really bad question to ask you. <laughs> Because I, I was going to be like, you're, if you walk to a store, already, where do you go? And I'm, the you know. The most expensive section. <laughs> yeah. I want what I pay for. I want quality content. There you go. For what I pay for. Yeah. So my logical brain goes, let's go to the sales rack. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's just me. Personally. That's what you do? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, my, my husband does the same thing. And I think it's because we were raised differently. Yeah. Um, he was, I don't want to say low income, but it was, it was lower income and my family was higher income yeah. and we were just discussing it today when he brings his computer in. he's like, I've had this computer since 2015. It is five years old and it is in pristine condition. He's like touching it. Like it's in pristine condition. And he knows I am not as careful with things because I was brought up. Like we broke something. We went and bought it again, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and his, his dad it, it was not like that. Like if they broke something, he was like, boys, did you learn your lesson? Like now you don't have that. And where my mom or my dad, both my parents, probably more my mom was like, you broke it. Like, okay, well maybe we'll get another one. And then we always went and got another <laughs> one. So like, even as, as an adult, when I break things, you just get I'm one. like, well, I'll just go and get another one. And that's what I do. <laughs> and James is like, oh shit, we do that with our kids. We need to stop. I'm like, I turned out great. <laughs> He's like, did you though? Not for James's wallet. <laughs> Not for our <laughs> checking accounts. Yeah. No, yeah, but. but I mean, the point was like, I think a lot of people when they walk into a store, they shop. Okay, maybe not a store. When you when you're buying a car, 
the first thing that you consider is how much you can afford. Yeah. Right. So the first thing you do well, is I think I think that's with everything. Like, yeah. Obviously, if you can't afford something from the more expensive section, you're gonna go to the sales section. Yeah. You you buy in so, in, in yeah. a certain section, but you try to get the most quality, yeah. the most bang for your buck, right? Mm-hmm. So I think when you're working with brands, they know your reach, they know the audience that you have, and it's important that you know more than they do. If yeah. you know how engaged your audience are, no matter how big or small they are, um, you can convey that to them in different ways. So you can have um, stats and like these these datas that, that that you can pull from websites and you know other sources basically to to show that, or you can just show them how engaged your audience is through your your feed, and you use that as your bargaining chip. And at that point, when they know that you know how valuable your audience are like how much they trust you your voice mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter how much how much you you charge to them because they yeah. want that result they want that mm-hmm. that thing so when i say it doesn't matter what i mean is they obviously have a budget right they have a budget and yeah. if they will try their best to work with you using that budget mm-hmm. so my my i guess the whole point of this whole <laughs> conversation is that don't be afraid to price yourself yeah. how you think you should be priced, how you believe you should yeah. be priced. Don't be ridiculous, though. I can always say, don't be like, how much for a post? It's going to be a million dollars. Yeah, no, don't like say that. that. I, yeah. I know someone asked um, what was the price, and they said, we're all family here. And then someone someone wrote, yeah, everyone's family. So what was your price, Uncle Michael? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, I'm not going to say the actual price. But let yeah, me put it this I was a, way. Yeah. I was about to say, I would give them, I was going to give them my range. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be different. So uh, it, I've shared it in the, in the earlier podcasts that when I first started, I was charging people because I think there was like a rule, not a rule of thumb, but like a guideline uh, wherein every 10,000 followers, you can charge reasonably a hundred bucks for a post, right? Yeah. You can charge a hundred bucks for a post. And so, but the lot, so the logic is if for every 10,000, so like, for example, um, what am I right now? 50,000, 50,000 50, followers. Oh God, Chelsea, we're doing math again. 50,000 yeah, times 100. I don't know. Or 10, wait, a 50, million. 50 times 100. 50 times 100. <laughs> Bust out Hold the- on. <laughs> I'm getting the calculator. Somebody's probably going to figure it out on Instagram before I am. What did you say? 50, 50 times 100. Times 50, 100. no, 50 times 100. 50 times 100, because I have 5 million here. <laughs> 50 times 100. $5,000. $5,000. So you can, you, can, um, you can use that as you a can, guideline, right? Yeah, but, you, can, you can take that with what you will. Um, I obviously don't have that many followers and don't charge that much um, yet. But here's but, the problem. Here's the problem, Chelsea. We cannot uh-huh. use that as a guideline. Because True, because I never did the fifty or the fifty dollars per whatever, the hundred dollars per followers. Because even in the beginning, I when I had like eight or nine thousand followers, I was still charging like five hundred bucks. Exactly, and that's the point. When so, I was like yeah. twenty thousand followers, I was charging about the same. And now yeah. it's gotten to a point where, you know, they're asking for more than just a single post. They're asking yeah, for a real. It's never, they're asking it's for never just. Yeah, they're asking for so many anymore. things. So you have to price yourself. Put yourself in a situation where you feel comfortable. You have a range. 
So for example, I have you know 50,000 followers, for example, and they just want a simple post where I just take a photo, did no approval, no, no specific caption writing or anything like that. Then I can just charge them a hundred bucks if I wanted to. Like if, if they yeah. were a company that I really like and believe in, yeah. sometimes I would do it for free just so I can get yeah. that. Their, oh yeah, you know, right? I still, I still do free things too. Yeah. Like for um, Road, for example, <laughs> I mean, you know, we're working for them for just product exchange, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, Amazon affiliate links, even though Amazon is kind of iffy about what they have or yeah. what they don't have, but, but yeah. look at I how mean, supportive they are. Oh my God. Yeah. Right? They'll send you, they'll send us anything. I mean, I don't want to say that and everyone like bombard them asking them. No, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> they're not going to send that. you everything. Yeah. No, 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 no. Cause I, there's been things that I asked for and they're like, eh, that's a little over. Yeah. And for what we're wanting to offer right now. And then obviously they just worked with me and they gave me something else. So, and just to give everyone context, we didn't just randomly reach out to them and be like, send up some stuff. No, there's a yeah. lot of um, negotiating <laughs> in the background and a lot of like, kind of like deals basically. Like, okay, how about we do this and we do that and we do this, yeah. you know? And there's a lot of that that goes in the background. So you have to put in the work first. Cause I think a lot Absolutely. of people who want to try to get into this, this type of li this line of work, is they think that they just have a profile online and then suddenly people are going to send them free stuff. It doesn't work that girl, way. No. Girl, no. It mm -hmm. took me two years to get to where anyone would send me free stuff. And my first free thing was like this little phone stand that was probably worth $15 yeah. or something. Yeah, I had, So it, it takes time. You have to prove yourself. You have to prove yourself. You have to prove Absolutely. to be effective, to be a reason, you know, give them a reason to want to work with you. Like you are actually yeah. driving, you're actually... Um, you actually have results with, you know, with the products that you're promoting. And mm -hmm. yeah, like I think the first thing that I promoted was like a, it's not even a charger. It's just like a cable that goes to the charger. It's not even the charger itself, just the cable. That's so <laughs> funny. They only sent you the cable? Yeah, that's that's all. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere, right? So, but you do. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Of, and I trust me, believe me when I say this, and maybe Chelsea feels the same way. I definitely feel this. I would rather get paid or I would rather get an affiliate link than get any free stuff. I've always said that. Yeah. yeah. Same, same. Like I I know I've even offered people like if they didn't want to work with my price and like, and they're like, well, we're, we're sending you free stuff. I'm like, I will send it back to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't yeah. <laughs> technically want it, mm -hmm. but, um, it's, it, you get you like the free stuff is appealing. It sounds, it sounds appealing, but it's... It sounds cool until you have a closet full of shit <laughs> that you don't know what to do with. Yeah. yeah. I know Michael and I are currently in that situation. Yeah. So that's it's a little tricky. And this, again, Luckily, proves that it doesn't... That your equipment doesn't matter. Like, I'm still using my so old true. stuff for most yeah. of the things that I do because I just like them, you know? Right? Yeah. So Rode, Rode sent me a podcaster kit but I'm using this stuff that I bought because, you know, it just, it like, you know, it right. just happens. Yeah. Like you get into a groove of things that you like and. Yeah, it, it whatever, really depends. But, but it's it's very nice that they, they sent that though because we, we get to experience, we get to try the different products and find the ones that we really like. And yeah. by the way, so since they sent you that one, aren't you working on a, a podcast video? I am. Okay. Girl. <laughs> um, it's. Obviously not done yet because I had a few setbacks yesterday mm -hmm. where for you guys that don't know, I cracked the screen on my brand new laptop that I just bought in September. Luckily, 
Um, I, I had Apple care cause my <laughs> last night we were laying in bed and I was looking up like, how much does it cost to fix a screen on your MacBook pro? And James was like, we have Apple care on it. Right. I was like, I mean, I think, I think we do. I'm pretty sure we do. So he bought it. He picked out like everything and that he thought that I needed and whatever. Um, and he was like, I thought we had Apple care. Why are you looking up the price? I'm like, well, I think we have Apple care, but I'm not sure. Like, I just want to see like, if we have to pay out of pocket, like how much it's going to be. Mm. He's like, mm -mm, I'm a hundred percent sure I got the Apple care because I bought it for you. <laughs> I'm like, Good that's man. rude, but rude, but true. <laughs> so we do have the Apple care called today. I have a meeting with them at 515. Awesome. Not a meeting, but yeah. I'm dropping it off, I guess, at 515. Yeah, that's awesome. That's good. Um, so Which is, it's, it, it's good, but I'm also going to be walking into the Apple store, so that's also not good. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> also Walk in with back. blinders like this, like those little <laughs> yeah. things that horses wear. What, are, what do you call those? So I'm gonna, they can't see yeah, anything. I, I guess I guess blinders, yeah. right? <laughs> but I'm going to walk out, look what I got, James. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, you better finish that video. I want to see that video. And I think a lot of people no, I'm, yeah, yeah. want to see. It's coming along. It's coming along. You know I'm slow. I get sidetracked of ADHD. Don't worry. I, I'm, I'm going really. to be cracking the whip here. I'll be like, Chelsea. Actually, I just called you like a few days ago. I'm like, so where's your video? <laughs> you did. I was, okay, you guys, just to give you a little context, he calls. I'm getting out of my car from picking my son up at school. I'm in the garage. He's like, why are you squinting? I'm like, I'm trying to get a scooter down. I'm trying to talk and hold all of this shit I have. <laughs> it was really funny. But yeah. I, I, I try to, I try to um, remind Chelsea very gently as much as possible. Yeah. To get shit Which done. Which is good. <laughs> you guys, if you're like me, or even if you're not, like, it's so good to have someone hold you accountable mm -hmm. for your stuff, you know, because working as a freelancer, like, you don't have a boss over you, which is a good thing, um, you know, to hold you accountable. So it's good to have someone that genuinely cares and wants to see you finish it. Because I know for me, like, if it wasn't for Michael pushing me to get it done, you guys would be sitting on the couch right now. I'm like, I'll eventually get it done. I promise so. I promise you guys, everyone who's watching right now or listening, I promise you guys, watch Chelsea's space. She's going to grow. I'm just going to have to crack so. the whip a little bit harder next time. We're, so We're all going to have Michael to thank for my YouTube <laughs> success because it's only because of him that no, videos are getting No, it's because published. of you, Chelsea. And then I'm just encouraging you. The only thing is you're thank not putting you. out the content that people want to see. It's the content that's in your head and you know it's in your head and you it's know it's hard you, to get out. Yeah, I know it's hard to get. I'm trying to just trying it's to pull a, it out of you. So what as, rip as, it out of my ear. Yeah, as soon as you get that, as you, as soon as you get that out, then people will see. You know what? I've been waiting for this content for the longest time. Good for you, Chelsea. Thank you for sharing that. That's what you're gonna hear. So get it I done. So. I know. <laughs> I'm getting I'm working All on right, it. All right, good. Well You know, mm -hmm. what is that old saying? It's like it's not it's not, it's quality over quantity, but it's, it's not quality over quantity. It's, I don't know. Shit. Move on. <laughs> cut this out, Michael. <laughs> cut uh, it out, Michael. Oh, don't worry. I'll cut it out the same way I cut it out when you said, when you called that the viewfinder a peak hole. Man, and then Jared done blasted me on Twitter <laughs> with that shit. on Twitter. It's hilarious. God, that was good though. I, I need it. that on a shirt. <laughs> I know. I love hole. it. Hey, by the way, so. Check this out. Uh, oh, hey. You got hats. You see? I do. Let me find out. Like my hat? Look at that. Hey, you guys on Instagram. What was that? Like oh, wait. Someone says, there was a question here. 
unsuitable name. What's your view on using a personal Insta versus your own brand Insta versus your personal as a brand? Oh, that's a really interesting question because I just, I was just talking to someone about that recently. (laughs) (laughs) You okay, Chelsea? No, I look like I'm from Wayne's World. (laughs) (laughs) Party time, excellent. Um, I'm from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, I love that. I love it. I know, I do, I do too. Um, someone asked me recently, so this person was growing a page and he had a very good page. It was it was actually big. It was like in the hundreds of thousands. And, oh, who is this? Shoot. Oh, it's okay if you don't know. Yeah, I don't want to mess up the name because I can't it's remember fine. exactly. So, but anyway, so they ask and unsuitable, unsuitable name is asking a similar question. So basically, this person who has a brand... Um, has grown his brand to a point where it's it's big, but he's also grown as a person where he kind of wants to move away from that specific content. So now he's he's thinking about like I want to post content that is more relatable to me, that is more meaning meaningful to him or mm-hmm. her, um, and you know, and that means like posting pictures of maybe family, kids, the things that they like, and so they were just wondering what my thoughts about it you know, regarding that, like, would it be wise for him or her to to change their grid completely into content that's more personal or start a new account that's a more personal brand? And I said, it really depends on what you want, if how you want to grow your brand. If you have found a very specific niche, like your demographic, and that works, then that's fine. Like, no need to change it. Um, unless you're absolutely tired of running that, then maybe just stop running that. And you can start, um, you can change the content if you want, but I can guarantee you that you are going to lose some followers. But that's not really a bad yeah. thing. That's not really a bad it's thing. Because you're finding the ones that you thing. like, right? Yeah. You're finding the ones that you like. You're finding the right um, audience when you change your content. So you can do that. Or if you have the extra time or the extra... Um, if you want to make the extra effort, you can add, you can create another brand, like a personal brand, where you share things that you like. I mean, I mm-hmm. think content creation should always be like that anyway. You share content that you like so that it's still fun for you. Um, mm-hmm. That way you're more, more likely to keep doing it than just, you know, keep falling off of it and be like, yeah, hey, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. It's become more of a chore than actually something that I like doing. So... Um, you can totally make your own personal brand versus a company. Um, but I think regardless of whether it's a personal brand or a company, remember a brand is a brand, right? Yeah. You're, what is a brand? Like we discussed this in the last few episodes. A brand is that feeling yeah. that your customers get, your, your audience gets. It's not, it's, it's necess- it's basically how they think, how they feel when they, when they see your name, when they see your company your colors, your logo, whatever. It's that feeling that they get. So regardless if it's a personal brand or not, whatever your content is, that's basically you're, you're fishing for that specific audience. So it's really up to you. There's, I don't think there's a real right or wrong way because I've seen successful brands either way, you know, like a more company, you know, mm-hmm. corporate style or versus a personal one. So experiment. Do what, yeah. what you think is more fun for you. And then, and then at the end of the day, it's just personal preference. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah. I think 
Oh, we're almost at the hour, Chelsea. So I think we should. I know. Yeah, we're we're gonna go over again. But uh, I think we have a couple of questions that we need to answer before we we leave today's episodes. So I posted a sticker yesterday and see if we got some questions. I think we did. Uh, I found one up here. Did you? I wanted to answer. Yeah, it was about focal length. Um, yeah, they asked, "What is your favorite focal length for desk and products?" Um. If I'm going wide, I like to go 24, between 16 to 24. Um, and if I'm doing something where I want more compression in the background, more of like the bokeh blurry, if I want all the details, you know, from the product, I go 35 macro. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's really just finding the focal length that you like, honestly. Yeah. You can make almost any lens work, to be honest. Yeah, you really can. Yeah. You really can. Is that it? Is that, that's all. Is that, that's all. That's the only one I saw. Okay. I wanted to answer. I'm going to rattle off a couple here from the story. So this one is from, actually, I'm not even going to read the names. I'm just going to answer the question, read the questions, and then we can answer them. Uh, where can I get that car you have hanging? What car is that? So I think they're referring to the Porsche Taycan, Taycan. That's from Canvo. So it should be, gosh, I, I don't ha think I have a link in my, in my, Instagram, but it's in my YouTube for sure. They, it's a canvas print of a Porsche and they have different designs. It was sent to me by Canvo and they're a fairly new company. Uh, I think it's Andres who runs it. One of our friends. He's very popular. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. I like it. It's really nice. That is cool. Yeah. Um, I look absolutely ridiculous, but go ahead. Okay. This is weird. I have a question. I have some questions. Can I DM you? Well, this is it already. <laughs> So didn't you just, didn't they just DM you? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on the new Apple Silicon M1 chips? I think it's really interesting. I think it's very promising. I think it's cool Right? Too. Yeah. Cause I, do, I do too. Can you imagine editing 6K video in a 13-inch MacBook Pro? And I think, did, didn't they say a MacBook Air can also edit 4K or 6K videos without any hiccups? That's insane. That's what it said. It's insane. So I'm curious to see wh where, where this uh, takes us in the future and... Obviously, everyone else is going to watch Apple very care carefully, uh, you know, either um, hoping that they make really nice products or secretly wishing that they fail. I mean, that's, that's always <laughs> going to be the, the thing, right? Two people, two types of people. True. Um, this one is sent in. Um, are you guys full time on the platforms or do you both have other positions? That's a good question. Yeah. Uh, uh, what did you say, Chelsea? Do they mean, do we have real jobs? I think that's what that they meant. Yeah, actually, they, actually they, yeah. they followed up the question. They said, I typed that question up weird. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, this is my full job. I make most of my income through product photography, um, but also doing uh, content creation for companies here, which I showcase on my Instagram. So um, yeah, content creator is my full, my full job. Yeah. For me as well, it's kind of weird because it just I just recently adopted that title. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a graphic designer by trade. I, I have been a graphic designer for the last 15 years. And mm -hmm. until just recently, until COVID, basically, when, yeah. when, I, when all my clients went away, I start, mm -hmm. started switching towards like content creation full-time. And that's what I've been doing right now, I'm mean, ever since. And so far, I mean, so far, so good, right? Yeah. I'm happy. Same. So. Same. Yeah. I was doing more product um, shots working with, you know, like companies that I was doing work for them like regularly. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened and their budgets were cut short. So, yeah, 
I'm still doing a little bit, but mostly content creation here. Yeah. Um, and I'm working on YouTube a lot more. Yeah. Recently too. Okay. But. Next one is except for Peter McKinnon, who would be your dream host? Ooh. Casey Neistat. Christo. Christo. Mm-hmm. I would love to have Casey on. Yeah. I feel he'd like be he's awesome. Such a cool dude. Yeah, he'd be awesome. Yeah. But I love Christo though. So. Um, tips of getting that clean black minimal setup shot. So for some, somebody asked me recently, how do I get like these, the black color, like really vibrant? Like that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. No, just like really deep black. Um, Mm -hmm. I always bring down the highlights and then increase Mm -hmm. the whites and decrease the blacks a little bit and add a little bit of clarity. That's what I do too. Yeah. So that's, that's just my technique. Especially when you're photographing computer screens, you have to drop those highlights. And I can't stress that enough because I have people reaching out. They're like, how do you get everything visible in your computer screen? I'm like, mm-hmm. highlights, yep. highlights. <laughs> like every everything I write back is like highlights, drop them. Polarizing filter helps too. A circular, circular not, polarizer. See, okay, I was going to say, because with just um, a polarized filter, it makes my screen, I know from my camera, it makes everything... Like really dark blue. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is um, weird. Oh, that's a, that's another thing. That's I think that's one of the things that I do. So when when I'm mm-hmm. taking photos of items that are black, you'll notice when you're editing them that they have a slight, depending on the lighting, but it's for me mm-hmm. it's either a slight hint of blue or yellow. Mm-hmm. I bring those yeah. down as well. So it's almost like almost like black, desaturated. Yeah. So that's why yeah. they look really like deep black. Yeah. Okay. So let me see. I have two more. What's your go-to snack while working on projects? Oh, what is my go-to snack? I don't have mine. one. Mine is the chili roasted. Mine is the chili roasted pistachios. So they're spicy and they're already cracked. So I just dip my hand in and I eat like okay. half a bag before I know it. They're delicious. When I used to work in production, I definitely had my favorite snack. And it's a terrible, uh-huh. terrible snack. And I eat this at like 8 o'clock in the morning. It's a, it pe- it's a big bag. Lay's potato chips. No, it's a big bag of hot Cheetos and oh. a tall can of... Uh, 8 a.m.? Yeah. Because I used to work at That's a... That's crazy. I used to work at a job that started at 5 and it's in production. Oh, okay. So by 8 a.m., that's like gotcha. brunch for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still, even, even though it's brunch, it's like a terrible brunch. So it's mm-hmm. like hot Cheetos with a tall can of can't remember the exact brand, but it's basically the those energy drinks. Oh, Monster? Red Bull? It wasn't Monster. I can't remember what it was. It's terrible okay. though. That's t- I did that for a while. And I'm like, this is I not healthy. I never could do I never could do the energy drinks. They make me shake. Yeah, I've gotten to a point where I have to yeah. take a couple before I start to feel it. So I had to basically stop doing that. So I just drink oh, yeah. one cup of coffee coffee, two at most in a day now. Yeah, um, me too. Uh, this one, I have to say who sent this one because I appreciate it. It's Landon. <laughs> ah, he said, our friend. Not a question, but you, my friend, have built a sexy a sexy ass gaming setup. Let's squad up. <laughs> I, I love I, that. I, I want to play with them. They play, uh, I think they Do play they? Fortnite. And I'm like, okay. dude, I haven't played Fortnite in forever. And the last time I did, I was just like fumbling all over I've the place, played, giving... Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, I'm basically just giving points to the opposing team. So I'm like, I'm going to try to practice, Landon. I promise. I'm going to try to practice because I really want to play with so you and Jake. Funny. Jake was, I was messaging Jake too. And um, they're like, they, I guess they play every, every, uh-huh. every now and then. So I'm like, geez, I, I need That's to. That's 
fun. Yeah, I need to use more of this this gaming setup. But thank you, Landon. Appreciate it. And I think that's all the questions that we had we have for this week. Um, all right. Do we have anything that we wanted to announce, Chelsea? Uh, I don't think so. Nothing? I mean, we talked about the hat. Okay. Well, oh yeah. By the way, so these hats. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's called it's on brand. It has on brand at the top. We've uh, we've kind of. I don't know. Can we say that we coined that that term? I mean, we coined it for our podcast. Yes. Okay. We obviously didn't make it up, yeah. but on the the side it says "Coffee with Creators." Mm -hmm. It's really nice. It it's, says "On Brand" on the front. All we have to do now is actually put up the store because we don't have a store to sell this. We don't. We don't. <laughs> so yeah, I was about to say people are probably going to be messaging us. Yeah, well, um, we'll find that. We'll out. get that together and we'll let we'll let you guys know. Mm. But it's it's all a work in progress. Yeah. So we're going to start sharing. We have this. merch. We have we merch have on merch. the way. And to to let you guys know what on brand means, it's basically being yourself, right? Yeah. It started with a joke. It's like, oh, Chelsea's late. No, she's not late. She's just on brand. That's Chelsea's on brand. 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 She's always late. We're not messy. We're on brand. So that's kind of how it started. So mm -hmm. just being true to yourself and um. Being proud of it, right? You're just on. Brand. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but, anything else? Go ahead. I was just gonna say no. that um, I wanted to appeal to the beautiful ladies and gentlemen who are listening to us that if they find our podcast very helpful or entertaining, and that we we're, we're I'm just asking for one thing, honestly, one thing. We're not asking. I'm not asking you guys to 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 pay for this, but I am asking for you to share it to other people. Because I feel like yes. if you like this, then someone else might like it. And then let's keep Absolutely. the community growing. Let's have more people here. Let's have more people participate. It'll be fun. And we can do much yes. more, like more things. And it'll be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. So unless, unless you have anything else, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up this fun show. Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And don't forget, if you're listening through Apple Podcast, leave us a review because Michael likes to thumb through them and read them. And so do I as well as rating us and sharing with all your friends, like Michael said. Uh, thank you guys so much once again for hanging out with your favorite coffee and pizza crew. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Michael. And signing off. Bye. Bye.